You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Let your dick swing out. Let me hear you scream and shout. Let your dick swing out. Let it point to north and south. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> is, is that a song? It's a podcast. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Danny Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. Danny, it is Wednesday, May 16th, 1979, and we are looking at the 332nd issue of the long-running comic strip Garfield. Would you like to take the reins here, tell us what happens today in Garfield? Thanks, John. Um, Today in Garfield, um, Garfield is unrealistically fat to humorous effect. Dampered only by the presence and words of John Arbuckle. <laughs> Variations on a theme. So, uh, getting right into it, uh, panel one sees Garfield, our, our titular character, uh, sitting on the counter, or, or I guess lying is what we're saying. He's lying on his grotesquely distended stomach. I guess earlier in the week, for those who... For, those who don't oh, yeah. listen, his belly outgrew his legs, and he's too fat to walk now. If you're just joining us now, right? So, John can Garfield I, is fat. Can I ask yeah. you this? Would you consider this to be Stan Cowpo? Uh, no, unless it's Stan Cowpo as seen from behind. Is it, no, okay? Really the standard can, Garfield standard Garfield countertop is, position. Does it? Is it? John has to be on the left. Yeah, John is on the left and Garfield is on the right. So this is uh, this is reverse, uh, ver- vertically, ver- ver- vertically mirrored. Stand Capo, is that right? Yeah, contra Stand Capo, I think is what we've been saying. Okay, contra Stand Capo. Now it makes yeah. no difference that Garfield is in is like abnormally formed. That no, that I doesn't I, I change think... what position it is, right? I don't think the mass of the respective characters plays into the formulation of whether it is or is not Stan Cowpo. Because you are, as I, unless I'm mixing you up, in contrast to Chris, you are pretty stickler about what Stan Cowpo is as far as what can or cannot be in the frame. I think um, we switch positions. Uh, as far as who is more of a stickler, hmm. I, I, typically I think whoever raises the raises it first is more willing to to apply the term. All right, all right, I can um, I, I can I can uh, appreciate that. So, yeah, like, what to it, me? Uh, I see. I like to think of it as like a like you know how like like on a subway map, mm. uh, the distances are 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 like not shown accurately. Right. Like it's more about just just emphasizing like the connections. Right, I got gotcha. so like okay. so like the exact locations are not accurate, but but the like 
if you look, if you think of it as like a schematic, yeah. the information of what is next to what or what is connected to what is is it like that's what's being conveyed. So okay. to me, no, Stan Cowpo is defined by the fact that there are two characters uh, or two entities, uh, and they're you know opposed or opposing each other, um, and and one of them is Garfield and one of them is John. Okay, though it can work with other characters. But, but that would it, be like a variation. But you would have to specify, right? Like even this, yeah. which is just Garfield and John, you it, it, you specified that it is contra Stan Capo because their sp- spots are reversed. So if you let's just presume for the sake of argument that there were something on the counter like a pan of lasagna, would that prevent? Uh, the, the scene from being classified as contra Stan Kaupau, or would it make no, you know, uh, change nothing? I would say, I, I mean, we're kind of jumping to the end here, but... No, I'm, um, this is totally hypothetical. Uh, oh, okay, okay. All right, right. We'll keep it hypothetical. If you imagine, um, imagine panel one, which I'm assuming yeah. is the only panel you've read so far. That's all I've read so far. I think, okay, so there are a number of different ways to think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Let's consider a few. Uh, let's consider the scenario where the pan of lasagna is located in between the two characters. Plausible, right? It is. It is. Uh, um, it is separating them. To me, okay. that completely obliterates any formulation of standard countertop position. Hmm. Interesting. I would have expected because, you to say the opposite. Again, if you think of it as like a subway map, you know. You got your, uh, you know, your Charing Cross station over here, and then you've got, uh, I don't know, Hyde Park, and then you've got, uh, you know, London Bridge. Those are all three in a row, right? I think so. Um, Right. Like, but if there were another station, like, I don't know. I forgot what I was saying with that. I don't think those stations are all in a row. So, in other words, if there is some other object... In between Garfield and John, that bears direct relevance to their interaction, then it is necessarily part of the setting and it is positioned. It might as well be another character. Is that what you're saying? Whereas if it's just yeah, like, that's... oh, there's a window in the background of this panel, doesn't count mm. as Stan Calpo. Yeah, I think I think character maybe not maybe it doesn't have to be a character. That's why I switched to the word entity okay, with a little yeah, vaguer. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, yeah. Entity yeah. is 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 very vague though because entity doesn't necessarily have any real bearing on what they're I mean, if it's a picture on the wall that doesn't play a part of the cartoon, maybe Jim Davis just decided he was going to draw one that day, although that would never happen because he wouldn't do anything <laughs> that he didn't have to do. <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he'll never go out of his way. Yeah. He, 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 just you feeling know, particularly to... jolly that day. I'm going to draw like a flower pot. On <laughs> he does draw flower pots occasionally, well, but, they, but they usually for they're... a reason. Yeah. 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 I mean, usually, I mean, I mean, if the flower pots themselves aren't essential, they're part of something that is at least, you know, like a hutch or something. Yeah. Yeah. A hutch. Yeah. Could be a hutch. Could be a credenza. You know, Um, in, in that case, like because of his Jim Davis's absolute like unapologetic laziness, you know that if there's (laughs) if there's Stan Calpo in the first panel with something else. 
you know that that something else is going to pay off later. It's going to at least, you know, play a part later. Would you, uh, you, you want to put a label on that construction? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, it. I almost want to say it's foreshadowing, but it's like as if there were like the mo- world's most obvious, like, or, or foreshadowing that like it can't help but foreshadow because it, it's, it's just like he thought of the joke. He's like, oh, but that better be there or else it won't make sense in panel three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is the? What yeah, is the... I thought I thought you were I thought you were gonna make a Chekhov's gun reference. Fooled you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 like it is a rule Chekhov's of <laughs> of of comics, of, uh, like of newspaper comics, that if there is a pan of lasagna in panel one, it must be eaten by the end of panel three. No, or at least referenced. It must be there yeah. for a reason. And it's not no, not of the comics of a, a lazy artist that would never draw anything for no, that he didn't have to draw. Like it's all he can do to draw the counter, right? <laughs> he to, I mean, so, sometimes even that is is, is beyond what I'll, he's I'll, willing to I'll do. I bet he has to fucking. I bet he like draws. He like drew three panels. He, he bust out the ruler once, <laughs> drew them all, and then photocopied them a bunch of times. <laughs> Because you draw, a yeah, counter, they are. You, you gotta, you gotta bust out a ruler to do that. They are remarkably straight. Yeah, you know, we've we've not complimented Jim Davis on on like how straight those lines are. Oh, should we compliment very him recently? So that I we mean, can insult him and then compliment him again. Compliment sandwich. Yeah, at yeah. Eli Bostick. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, and then okay, so the other interesting uh, scenario to consider would be, <clears throat> and this could get really interesting. Mm. What if there were a pan of lasagna located to the side? Now, I think I think you could, that can still be standard countertop position. Yeah, I do too. No, I guess it wasn't that interesting. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if there, if it is in between, if there, if it's directly. But, the framing is important, right? Right. So, 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 if John is is on the left and facing Garfield, and Garfield is on the right on the counter facing John, but Garfield is in the center, mm-hmm. and there is a panel of lasagna just to the right of Garfield, eh, I think at that point you're starting to get into like maybe this is no longer standard count- countertop position. Well, if if because- John is talking to the lasagna. <laughs> Yeah, if if John is talking to lasagna, is that right? all bets are off. I'm, I'm new at this. Is that, is that like if, if John I mean, is talking to the lasagna? Like, yes. I was hoping the conversation would kind of, kind of just kind of roll on before I had to finish that. But if John is talking to the oh. lasagna, <laughs> then then who knows what's going something, on? Something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good point you raised. Somebody's um, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I guess where I would draw the line is is if all three are in frame, I think maybe that might not be San Calpo anymore. But if the lasagna were off screen or off panel to the right, I, I think at that point, it's, I, I think I, I'm fine with still calling it San Calpo because oh. they're just I mean, referring to, to that, it. 
I mean, then you get into like, you know, the epistemological question of like, you know, how do you know that the lasagna is there and who really gives a fuck? You I don't, know? We can't, I don't, talk to Chris about that shit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I know who Cy Ten Bruggen Kate is. I don't, uh, sort of. I just, I don't understand what that means. Epistemological. It's it's epistemology it, is a is a branch of metaphysics dealing with the question of what can be known. You brought that page up fast. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. It's like really fucking simple. It's not complicated. Well, don't at all. I? You're gonna have to say it again because I was teeing up that joke while you were saying it. So <laughs> it's a branch of what metaphysics. Don't ask me to to define metaphysics because I don't know the definition of metaphysics. All right, we're in a we're we may not be in the same boat, but we're in a boat within the same boat. <clears throat> I think you might be locked in a cage in the bottom of the boat. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Panel two. Um, uh, I, I feel like I could have made a Plato's Cave reference there, but uh, I, 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 the moment's gone. Uh, panel two is a, a, another panel in which events occur. Mm. Um, Garfield is... Oh, did we uh, did we read what John Arbuckle was saying? No, we absolutely panel? did not. Let's, let's go ahead and... Okay. John is angrily uh, pointing an accusatory finger at Garfield, uh, and he's saying... Well, you finally done it, Garfield. Which I just want to like. I want to. I want to tie this back to the beginning of yesterday's strip. Yep. John is basically saying the same thing that Garfield said. Finally, using the well, you've finally done it. And Garfield said it was bound to happen. It's the same. I mean, it's the same panel. These people with, are with, so fatalistic about their. It's the same panel with a different poor narr- behavior with a, with a different narrator. <laughs> You you finally done it, Garfield. Your belly's bigger than your legs. Now what are you going to do? This is the worst panel this is, of of the week so far. It's so weak. It's like would can you imagine saying that? Like as like even if your cat did do that, you would be like, now what are you going to do? It's basically like that's the it's the let's get out of here of of comic strips. You know, it's like it's a such a something that nobody would ever say but it's just like convenient for the action of this of this strip right now it is, it, now it, what are you going to do why don't you say something else in response to this it's like <laughs> it and, is a recognizable series of english words oh my god and i just read the next panel and that is, it is hilarious, <laughs> hilariously inane response to the inanity of the last panel. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and read it, John? Panel two. Same same positions. Wait, wait. John wait is... I better set this up for you. Why don't okay. I read the last sentence of panel one, and then you can go ahead and s- just floor me with the, the entirety of panel two, all right? <clears throat> you want me to? Okay, we'll go straight from straight. We'll just do the dialogue. The dialogue, yeah, but I'm not going to okay. do the whole dialogue of panel one. Just no, no, no. We don't need to rehash that. We, no, we no, don't no. have that kind of time. We've been been there, we'll done just, that. Just start okay. with the latter third of that speech bubble. Panel one ends thusly. <clears throat> John Arbuckle. Now what are you going to do? To which Garfield replies, "I'll show you what I'm going to do." 
Yeah. And and that isn't that like I just need one more panel. Like, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta stretch this out. It's I'm not so, I'm not gonna show you in this panel. So redundant. <laughs> but I might show you in the next one. And it and, and Garfield's face doesn't even look like he's saying that. It's like it's it's like they he drew that and then like bef- he drew that before he decided what Garfield was gonna be saying. Because <laughs> Garfield well, just like I, could not give a shit. Like, well, Garfield. I mean, Garfield's not saying anything. You know what I mean. Before he like thinks that, like, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know if you. Okay. No, because because he doesn't. He doesn't look like that's his attitude. Yeah, Garfield. Is that what you're saying? Spoiler okay. alert: Garfield's in the third panel. Garfield's expression changes, and as he <laughs> as he expresses a desire. Spoiler alert: Garfield's expression changes. <laughs> yeah, for the first time in in, in since Monday. <laughs> for the first time since he uh, became afflicted with this condition. That's right. Yeah, go back and look. Yeah. His expression hasn't changed since the last well, panel of Monday. It's a little bit different today than it was yesterday. Yesterday was like a little more grumpy. Today's today is more like I don't give a fuck. All right, his his, his jowls are slightly more relaxed. Yeah, <laughs> but he's 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 still what I'd call nonplussed. He's still in, inappropriately bemused for his condition. <laughs> I um does does John look like he is waiting for a response in this panel? Yep. And in panel three, like he's patiently, he's patiently sitting there, he's just waiting to see. Like he really expects Garfield to respond. Yeah, well, I mean, he's talking to his cat, to his question, and I don't know. This is this is stand standard standard John Arbuckle behavior. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Stan, 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 R, Stan, John. Stan. <laughs> yeah, like you're talking, expecting, you're like expecting a human-like response from your fucking cat. Typical, typical Arbuckle. Typical Arbuckle. Tip, tip, well, buckle. tip, typical. John, tip, buckle. I don't know. I don't what? know. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Um, panel three, Garfield now gets a, a mischievous grin on his face, and he's now thinking, oh, and this is a continuation of his previous thought, which was, just to recap, yeah. it, it was, I'll show you what I'm going to do, and this one is, if you'll just roll me over to that lasagna there. Now, you might be a little confused. You might be wondering a lot of problems here. What what uh what what are you talking about? I I didn't know there was lasagna in this strip. Well, panel three, what's happened Mm. is the camera has zoomed, has pulled back. It has not pulled back. It's I mean they're the same uh, it's moved to the side. And Hmm. Okay, all right. It's panned over. I think it's I think it may have zoomed back a little bit. John looks Distinctly smaller. No, I think it's dollied on like a circular track, kind of to the right, because if, I mean, like, okay, the lasagna oh. pan is partially obscuring John Arbuckle's left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Unless the lasagna crept in of its <laughs> on its own, 
kind of like that. You remember in the Naked Gun when when like they're in Leslie Nielsen's kitchen and they're talking about like leftover Chinese food, <laughs> right? And I do, like, I do, I do, right? And he's talking about oh, Wang Wu's. I thought they closed down years ago, right? Oh, geez, it's been that long. And then <laughs> on top of his refrigerator, you see like a bit of like a wedge of cheese or something or some piece of food and it starts moving kind of kind of in from like like screen right like really i no i don't remember that really i mean there's I'm, a ch- there's a a cheese that moves on its own well yeah Le- leslie nielsen is like sort of like staring at camera like thinking about how nasty his refrigerator is filled with mold, <laughs> moldy ass like spoiling food and I think. I mean, I, maybe I'm making this up, but I thought that there's a piece of food that's like moving <laughs> from <laughs> from screen right above his head on the refrigerator. But now that I, I don't think remember about that it, at all. Now that I think about it, I could just be. It could just be like my. I was like you know nine when I watched that movie for the first time, which is a great age to watch you know jokes about sexual assault with a concrete dildo. But anyway, like I could be misinterpreting. Maybe it's like not. It's not even a joke about a sex- sexual it, assault it, with a concrete dildo. It, just like somebody, a character saying the phrase yeah. "sexual assault with a concrete dildo." Well, I thought it was great when he grabbed that woman's breast and it made like a like a like a old timey car horn sound. That's that's the sound that makes. Well, unless you hit your head on it, in which case it sounds like a timpani. Bow. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but I, th- um, I it could be that I'm that the cheese or whatever it was it was never actually moving, and it was just like a some kind of weird like camera move that made it that I my nine year old eyes misinterpreted as the, the food moving because they were talking about food being all spoiled and nasty. I don't know. I have to go. I have to revisit That's really that weird. One. I have to revisit I f- that one. Yeah, I feel like we need to revisit the naked gun. Maybe we should do a naked gun minute. One minute. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Same page. <laughs> Same page. Um, All right. So okay. Anyway, this lasagna <clears throat> pan creeps in from <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the lasagna surreptitiously sneaks in from stage left. Right. Nobody notices, right. or John doesn't notice. It, it, John, oblivious to the fact that. That that a lasagna is stalking him from from, from screen right. <laughs> I feel like we're watching one of those nature videos where the narrator is like, right, and and now the graceful lion hunts the what you know what. Yeah, the, the David know, Attenborough. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for name dropping David Attenborough. There's um, Richard Attenborough. There's more than one. No, no, David's David's the nature one. Um, yeah, David. this lasagna does not look very appetizing. No, it's like barely. It's like it looks like it. It's basically like the dregs of what's left after you. Like a normal lasagna, you can't see that much of the inside of the pan because it goes all the way to the top. This is a recurring problem with the way that Davis draws lasagna. I feel like he doesn't really know what I. Hmm. Has he ever seen lasagna? I, I don't know. I'm not convinced that he has. No, he's definitely seen, like, pans before. That pan hmm. is fairly competent. There's, like, it has a regular, 
you know, uh, quadrilateral uh, shape and a lip, not not just a quadrilateral, but a um, a rectangle. Right? Mm. Isn't a, re- a rectangle is a quadrilateral with all ninety degree angles? Right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, there's a f- some fucking great diagrams about the different kinds of quadrilaterals and what counts as what and why and shit and. I love that kind of <laughs> shit. Don't you love that kind of shit? This is a trap. What? The trapezoid with a geometry, bi- bilateral cross-cut symmetry with a st- contra contra quadrilateral. You know what I mean? I love. I mean, geometry is pretty pretty rad. Chris will be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I enjoy rhombuses. Damn. Okay. So, did you already read this panel? Yeah. If you'll just roll me over to that lasagna over there. That's what he's saying. That's what symbol crash. The lasagna is revealed to the audience at the same time that Garfield is saying, "That lasagna. What lasagna? Don't look now. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's so hack. This is a fucking ham, ham fisted, worthless, worthless strip. Like the, the, this it's, whole week, could they could have reprinted that one panel from Monday in all three panels." Monday through Friday of this entire week. As far as I think I'm, I'm, an, I'm I, I agree with you. I agree with you that like it's starting to, it's starting to wear out its welcome. This idea. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah. Thursday. Wait, but Friday. yeah, no, I no. It's Friday. gonna get good. It's Friday. gonna get good. It's gonna get good. But <clears throat> Friday bef- before it gets good, I I want to go back to the idea I raised yesterday about mm. uh, about about uh, 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 fiction and and its treatment of you know like like endings. Uh, okay. And I, I, okay. I want to talk about. I want to talk I, about. I'd uh, like that too. Okay. Right. Mm. I'd like to talk about uh, uh, Mike Nichols's film, The Graduate. Is that uh, the, the uh, are you seduce, trying to seduce me, Mrs. W- Wilson or whatever? Yeah, yeah, but the, uh, the, that film is 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 like considered important because of the ending, which is uh, basically like they all die in a fire, right? They all die in a fire. No, they're then, driving their motorcycles no. down the road, and they all get they get like shot down by the. Oh god, I hate Easy Rider. It's that's so what, terrible. Sorry, that's that what movie sucks. Um, no, it's a similar movie actually. Yeah, I think I thought I think it was it important because be of that one no. shot of like like Dustin Hoffman, uh, you know, underneath that woman's leg. Yeah, I mean that's that's good too. Um, no, but like like there's like a a, a like storybook ending where he, interrupt, he interrupts a, a a wedding and like runs off with the bride. And oh, is that the one where he's banging on the the the. Yeah, clear wall on the, on the church the, window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they they the, satirized it in in The Simpsons. That's how I know it. Yeah, that's how you know it. Yeah, that's yeah. how I know it too. Yeah, great, um, great generation. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, the the like actual interesting thing about it uh, <laughs> is <laughs> is is that he, he like he subverts the happy ending because there's like a lengthy sequence. Where uh, the the two characters run away together, they get on a bus, and they're sitting side by side, and they're like not saying anything. Mm. And Simon and Garfunkel starts to play. I guess it's been playing the whole movie, mm. uh, but it's like uh, 
all of a sudden they're like you're you're forced to ponder like oh my god what the fuck is going to happen now and a bunch of fucked up shit happened in the movie like he <laughs> he had, he had, he had an he had an affair with the girl's mother yeah which is which is what's weird about it um what do you mean hmm? he's so the the girl that he runs away with is like his i don't know it's been a long time since i saw the movie but like it's a girl his age and i think they were sweethearts called or high school sweethearts or something yeah he uh, screws his yeah. girlfriend's mom yeah he screws his girlfriend's mom and then like later I, on he like yeah has like a big dramatic realization that he wants to be with this girl and he like you know interrupts her wedding and like like bangs on the church glass or whatever and then they run off together and then they have this like lengthy scene where they're like realizing that now they have to deal with like the actual ramifications of what they've done. Wait, wait, he interrupts his the girlfriend or the girlfriend's the girl, mom's the girlfriend. The girlfriend was about to marry somebody else. And he is banging on the door. Hmm. You know, whatever. The wind, yeah. It doesn't matter. The plot of the graduate does not matter. The point, the point I was making. That seems like it matters. I mean, I mean, like ultimately, it seems like a good movie. No, it probably is. It's been. I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, but but the like the reason people can like consider it important is like that that it like forces you to think about like how endings aren't really endings in. Like, like most, most movies end with like, you know, like, and here's the ending and then, you know, mm-hmm. and that was, and that was that, you know, but, but, but that movie forces you to like, think about like, oh no, how is this going to work? Like they have to continue to deal with this. Like life goes on and there are, there aren't really endings, you know? Like, oh, I left my, like my fiance at the altar so that I could ride a bus with the dude who screwed my mom. Yeah, yeah, basically. That was the 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 sub the, <laughs> that was the tagline. That's that's the subtext of this of this Garfield week. This week of Garfield. Uh that like there was this great joke on, uh, on the on the Monday and then like normally that would be the end of it because Jim Davis is a, is just like a genius. He's like no, I'm going to force you to live in this oh God, I for the rest where, of the week. I, I forgot where you were going. With I honestly forgot we were recording a Garfield podcast. I thought you were just for some reason telling me about this movie. I was trying to think of all the Dustin Hoffman jokes I could make. <laughs> and then I was like, like trying, I was like remembering having seen the movie. I was like, I remember that. And then realizing I was actually thinking of Harold and Maude for a while there. <laughs> Cause it's the same kind of like, type of film i think the same era so i'm thinking of the same maybe it's i don't know whatever let's move yeah on. that's there There could be huh? some some harold mod stuff in here too um i like yeah I, all right I, I, yeah we can move I, I don't on. mind the simon and garfunkel as it turns out <laughs> like no they're pretty good that i like that is it that what is that the sound of silence is that in that movie yeah is that i the think one? that's i think that's the song at the end that's the one that uh, <clears throat> Rush reference in the Spirit of Radio, right? Yes, the sa- the yeah, the sound of salesmen, yeah, or the words of the prophets were written on a stone. Yes, I, yeah. dude, I bl- blew my top the first time <laughs> I heard that song that was actually released long before the song that <laughs> I know and love. When it was like the words of the prophets were written, I was like, what the fuck is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To listeners, I, I uh, know that we most of the popular songs that 
my brother and I know uh, that were released between 1960 and 1991. <laughs> we knew first as Weird Al parodies. <laughs> oh, I forgot where you. I didn't know where you were going with that for a second. Well, you know <laughs> what I mean. It's like, and or, or either parodies or as part of his polka medleys. So it's still yeah. kind of weird when I hear a song on the radio that is part of one of Weird Al's polka melodies, med, uh, medleys. Medleys, medleys, yeah. And then, I don't know if this happens to you, John, but you hear the song that's in the medley, but you hear the real version of it, and then you expect the next song to start playing <laughs> that's in the, yes. pol- the polka Yeah, medley. I do. <laughs> uh, well, and and also it's like, this is not the right tempo. It should be like twice as fast. Right. You know, and there should be like a you know an accordion. There, there aren't nearly uh, enough like penny whistles and fart noises. <laughs> anyway, hash, hashtag Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, Weird Al will be appearing as a guest on next week's program. I'm sure. Um, uh, or no, I guess he's he's on, he he's coming on after Jeffrey Lewis of the Middlebury Institute. I think actually it's going to be Weird Al and Jeffrey Lewis because as you and Chris are both going to be out of the country. <laughs> You should try. You should do. You should try and get two, two strangers, two to people who have never, never hosted the podcast before. Two of them to try and interact with this spreadsheet, and that might be brilliant. Roughly. That might be like uh, a way. That would be a way. Certainly a way to uh, break um, up the monotony. The horrible, break up the horrible monotony. monotony. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, End this episode. <clears throat> That was an episode of Being Jim Davis. Uh, if you like the podcast, that's weird. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um, say yes to Garfield, why don't you? Uh, support the show listening on, uh, you know, Stitcher or iTunes or whatever the hell. Uh, uh, blog is at beingjimdavis.com. Twitter at being Jim Davis, Facebook Jean, being Jim Davis. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Inscrutable Taco. You can follow me on Twitter, kind of, uh, at Faster Duckworth. What do you mean, kind of? What, what, what is kind of? What? Well, I'm. What does that mean? I mainly uh, my my main activity on Twitter is liking the posts of being Jim Davis. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess hearting, saying a heart. You say liking on Twitter. I think I think the, I say liking. Yeah, I do too. But I'm afraid often, that's like me. Isn't that like out of touch if it's not right? Saying like, well, I play the basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I play the basketball. You know, you know what I mean. Like, um, <laughs> right. You gotta right. you gotta watch your step. <laughs> I'm no Harley Globetrotter. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I I don't know. I often feel like I don't know the proper etiquette of like whether like when I should like a tweet versus when I should retweet a tweet. Just when in doubt, like man. I like my I own think, tweets. Like I think I'm okay not knowing. Yeah. So, dude, you gotta like. I li- is it gauche to like your own tweets? No, I like them all the time. They're great. Your tweets. Oh yeah, I don't know about yours. Yeah, okay. Just making sure you were still sticking with the first person thing. That's it. Yeah. I like yeah, every that... tweet. Every tweet I tweet, I like. I mean, like, why wouldn't you? If you don't like it, why are you tweeting it? Yeah, if you, I mean, you got to write for your. You got to tweet for yourself first. Um, anyway, um, thanks for listening, folks. Good night. Bye.
You bunch of animals. Chris, Chris likes to say animals. I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know if that's a reference to something. I don't know. He likes to say that. Hey, I noticed that you've never said it. It's great. <laughs> I've said it. I think I've said it. Yeah, maybe.